Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Putin's invasion into Ukraine began more than one month ago. Some military experts believe the war is at a standoff. Russia is unable to take Kyiv and claim control of the country, while Ukraine is unable to repel the invaders out of their country. Russia has suffered significant losses of soldiers and equipment, and yet the bombing continues. Ukraine has suffered casualties and devastating property destruction, yet it is extremely persistent and resolute. At this point, there seems to be no end in sight to the conflict, despite planned peace talks. While the fighting is only in Ukraine at this time, it will have a worldwide impact. Ukraine, known as part of the breadbasket of Europe, is unable to produce and ship food to European nations as it did in the past. The sanctions imposed by many countries on Russia have had a serious impact, not enough to change Putin's plans and behavior, but the sanctions have had repercussions. In addition to being a major oil producer, Russia is also a dominant natural gas producer. As such, it is also a major worldwide producer of fertilizers derived from natural gas including potash and phosphate. Russia and its satellite country, Belarus, produce more than one-third of the world's potash output. Sanctions were imposed on Belarus before the war began, and that impacted fertilizer supplies. Russia, in retaliation for sanctions imposed on it, has cut off the export of its fertilizers. This has increased the fertilizer shortage while increasing potash prices which have risen by more than 75% this year. Prices for urea, which is distilled from natural gas, rose by 60% in the last month alone. With important fertilizers in short supply and with prices skyrocketing, we can expect food supplies worldwide to fall and continued price increases. In the United States, oh, I believe we can expect to have food, though it will be in short supply and probably more expensive, but is certainly more troublesome in other parts of the world. The longer the war drags on, the worse the fertilizer shortage and price inflation situation will be. And by extension, the worse the food situation will become. Even if a miraculous solution is immediately found, shortages and inflation can be expected to continue. So much damage has been inflicted that Ukraine will need a great deal of time to return to producing significant quantities of food. As for Putin, he's just too unpredictable. The bottom line is that the situation is complicated and clearly difficult to resolve. What does all of this mean for investors? Are there companies that can fill the world's fertilizers needs? 
If so, should an investor buy stock now? We will provide thoughts on this matter. From an investing viewpoint, problems create opportunities for solution for those who can provide solutions. There are three fertilizer producers who are worth discussing. First, Nutrien, symbol NTR. It is a vertically integrated company. This means it has organized its business and operations by acquiring ownership of companies that contribute products and services to its own production process, rather than relying on outside contractors. This often contributes to efficiency and greater profits. Nutrien, a Canadian company, is interesting since it provides a number of different fertilizers and has downstream distribution. It has two main competitors on this continent, Mosaic Company and CF Industries. We will consider each of these. But first, let's talk a bit more on the state of the fertilizer business environment. It is clearly impacted on a worldwide basis by the Ukraine crisis. The longer it goes on, the greater the demand for fertilizers from non-combatant countries will be. Farmers obviously need new supplies of fertilizers. Products fertilized with potash and, and phosphate can skip fertilization for a while by mining the soil, as they say, for leftovers from the prior season. So some fertilizers can be rationed. Corn requires nitrogen fertilizer. Wheat and soybeans use phosphate and potash, while Saudi Arabia has increased nitrogen fertilizer output by about 7% per year. That will not be enough to satisfy demand, and analysts say it will not stop fertilizer stock prices from rising. Before discussing the specifics of these companies, let's note that their stock prices have already risen based on demand for their products. However, and it is important to note that such demand can be expected to continue for some time. According to Piper Sandler, an investment banking firm, the cash flows of each of the three companies we will speak about have experienced an astonishing cash flow increase, and they don't need a lot of new capital spending. Astonishing cash flows that don't need additional capital spending to maintain them, that's quite impressive. Now let's talk about individual companies, beginning with CF Industries. It manufactures hydrogen and nitrogen products for clean energy, fertilizers, emissions abatement, and for other industrial uses. So it is more than just a fertilizer company. CF stock price has performed very well in part because it uses cheap American natural gas to develop its products. This gives it a competitive advantage of companies located in other parts of the world. As for metrics, CF's price earnings ratio is 25.81 and its forward ratio is 7.25, indicating that it expects significantly higher earnings, a positive sign. It has a dividend yield of about 1.1%, which is about average. CF's beta is 1.04, so it has been less volatile than the market during the past five years. We must stress, however, that during the majority 
of the beta measuring period. The Ukraine war did not exist. So CF is likely more volatile than the market. To put its beta and volatility in perspective, remember what could make fertilizer prices and CF's profits go up, demand for food and less fertilizer going into the market from Russia. As to downside volatility, what could make its stock price go down? An end to the war and replenishing fertilizer supplies. That doesn't seem likely to occur in the near future. But even if it did, it will take a while for fertilizer companies to rebound and begin to supply the world with what it needs. So CF's beta seems to be not important. And it also doesn't seem to be that important, the beta that is, for other companies we will discuss. CS currently sells for approximately $109 per share. During the past 52 weeks, its stock price traded as low as $43 per share, and now it's up to the ballpark of $109, and its current price is just a bit less than that. New buyers at this price would be getting in at or near a high if they invest now. The bottom line on CF is that investing now would get you into a stock when, as I say, it's near its high. However, this company is an important business, so it is still worth considering. Let's consider the Mosaic Company. It focuses on potash and phosphate. According to Charles Schwab Company, the Mosaic Company is a producer and marketer of concentrated phosphate and potash crop nutrient. Its segments include uh, phosphates, potash, and other fertilizers. The phosphates business segment owns and operates mines and production facilities in Florida, which produces concentrated phosphate crop nutrients and phosphate-based animal feed nutrients. It has processing plants in Louisiana, which produces concentrated phosphate crop nutrients. The potash business segment owns and operates potash mines and production facilities in Canada and the United States. So this location of these facilities is important because it adds to stability. Mosaic's price earnings ratio is 16.16 and its forward ratio is 6.76, reflecting much higher anticipated earnings, a very positive metric. It has a below average dividend yield of 0.63% and its beta is 1.64. You remember from our discussion of the CF beta that it's not really a factor based on the world circumstances. I don't need to consider its beta at this point. Mosaic stock price during the last 52 weeks has ranged from 28 to the present price of a ballpark of $70 per share. Is it worth buying? Zach's investment research calls it a strong buy. I certainly see it as worthy of consideration. Next, Nutrien LTD. It is a Canada-based provider of crop inputs and services. According to Charles Schwab Company, it operates through four segments, retail ag solutions, potash, nitrogen, and phosphates, important products. The retail segment distributes crop nutrients, crop protection products, seed, and merchandise it provides directly to growers through a series 
of farm centers in North America. Its retail business includes Nutrient Ag Solutions and Landmark retail businesses. It operates approximately 2,000 retail locations in seven countries. The company owns and operates 16 nitrogen facilities in Canada, Trinidad, and the United States. Its beta is 0.84, but as we discussed, it is not a factor. Nutrien has a price earnings ratio of 10.63 and a forward ratio of 8.89. So this is positive as it predicts higher future profits, although not predicting the same type of increases as the other two companies we discussed. Nutrien has an average dividend yield of about 1.77%, and its stock price has ranged from a low of $52 to a high of about $108 per share. And at this point, its current price is nearly $105 per share. Zach's Investment Services rates Nutrien a small, a strong buy. The fertilizer industry is a timely and important industry to survival of the world. The stock market has already recognized this as it has already driven up the price of each of the companies we discussed. The prices of all of these companies will likely vary with the conduct of the war, but inversely. The worse the situation appears, the better the prospects for these companies. The war's end seems to be on the horizon. The stock prices should decline a bit, although these countries will remit companies will remain important. All of the companies we discussed today should be considered by anyone who's not troubled by a recent run up in their stock prices. Although that run up is a favorable factor because it means the market views these companies positively. They have room to grow, pun not intended. Consider these companies. If you have a portfolio of stocks as part of a well-diversified portfolio and something that should perform well within the next year, we will follow these companies and the industry and let you know of developments. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.